Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. Today's Beyond the Press Release is unique because not only has Royal Helium put out big news, but more importantly, the provincial government of Saskatchewan has put out what I think is even bigger news. So here with us is Andy Davidson as the CEO and chairman, trades on in Canada under RHC. For our friends of the US, RHCCF. For those of you who are new to the story, and you probably saw this headline about the province of Saskatchewan thinking, helium, what, what's going on over there? If you thought about balloons and blimps all this time, we wouldn't blame you, but you'd also be missing out on a much bigger picture, and that's that helium is actually a high-tech gas with many uses in high-tech and high-tech applications, from MRI magnets to airbags, fiber optic cables, hard drives, you name it. Uh, and as a result of all that high tech, helium has run to major supply problems, and that's causing, you know, Economics 101 prices to uh, price to skyrocket. Saskatchewan is one of the only places on the planet uh, with current past production of primary helium. And the province's unique geology means that you can extract helium, uh, in, but with low greenhouse gas emissions. All right. So that that is actually very, very important. Uh, the company itself, Royal Helium, they got one of the biggest land holdings, some of the biggest resources uh, in Saskatchewan. And the, what we're going to talk about first is November 15th, Government of Saskatchewan Helium Action Plan from Exploration to Exports. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Important um, week. I've never, you know, uh, it's, or not, I can't say I've never, but it's been in my life anyways, I can't recall a government coming out and saying, we are going to expressly support one specific uh, resource, yeah. uh, and in this case, helium. Uh, why, why helium? Why, the pro why is the province doing this? And is there any other government in the planet that's doing anything like this? Well, I'll answer the last question first. Uh, no, I've not seen any other government anywhere in the world express this much support for one specific industry in the natural resource space. Uh, not even close, frankly. Um, Saskatchewan's unique, right? So helium here is a is a pure green play in that, it, you know, we don't produce methane or oil or anything like that. So our helium production is all associated with nitrogen, uh, which has, you know, essentially zero environmental impact. So I think the government looks at what we're doing as really a a, a way to continue with our skill set in oil and gas, but in, in a in a resource that is very, very firmly uh, green friendly and frankly targeted towards high tech sectors and, and different growth areas that are beyond, you know, um, the more common or commonly known uses for oil and gas, whether it be automotive or otherwise. Uh, helium is unique. Uh, it's used in varied, uh, <laughs> you know, as many things as you can think of heliums used in it, people consume it on a daily basis. They just don't, they don't realize it. So in Saskatchewan is, uh, is clearly now uh, the best jurisdiction in the world uh, to be looking for it. Is this the coming out party for helium? Uh, not just, not just for companies like yours, but for the world where, you know, the world finally realizes, Hey, helium is essential. It's critical we got to start getting this thing out of the ground. We got to help companies do it. Is this the validation point for helium? Again, up until now, a lot of people, like you said, just didn't realize how ubiquitous it is. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it can be, and certainly, in, certainly in Canada, an absolute yes. I mean, there's been a, a number of steps over the past few years that sort of have built towards this. 
you know, helium being added to the critical minerals list in the US uh, and then being added to the critical minerals list in Canada earlier this year, um, all sort of led towards this. Um, it, it's become eminently clear that the world is not gonna be supplied with helium from any, uh, you know, anywhere other than Saskatchewan in, in a green or sustainable fashion, uh, as you mentioned in your, in your intro. We're the only place in the world that produces helium without natural gas. Everywhere else, uh, helium is a pure byproduct play of natural gas economics. So, and that's really been the, the story on the supply side uh, out of the US specifically, where helium has always been extracted from natural gas projects. Um, and only conventional natural gas projects. I want to be clear about that. I mean, uh, shale gas plays uh, don't contain helium. So, you know, the shale gas revolution that's gone on in the Eastern US and even in in Texas and to a great degree Canada as well has, has hindered helium production instead of helping it. Uh, as opposed to you just being a passenger on this train, uh, it seems like Royal Helium and you played your cards close to your chest, uh, uh, looked like you took a pretty active role. I want to read this. You were quoted in the, new, in the news release, mm -hmm. you attended as a representative of the, of the helium industry. So mm -hmm. I guess it's clear that Royal Helium has caught uh, the attention of the government due to the massive size of what you've got. Yeah and the potential for this friendly gas production. So before I ask you what kind of validation was this for helium, what kind of validation is, is your involvement for Roy helium? Yeah, I mean, it, it, was, uh, it was big for us. We knew, we knew that a program like this was in the works. Uh, we were a part of the group that were consulting on it, but uh, you know, in sure. terms of timing, we didn't know until about a week and a half ago that it was finalized. Um, it, it is a big, uh, pat on the back for Royal Helium. We're clearly recognized as, as one of the leaders in helium exploration and, and eventual production here in Saskatchewan, if not, you know, in, in North America. We're, we're the most active explorer uh, in, a, in a public company anyway. There are a couple of privates that have grown faster than we have, but uh, we're, we're very much real players and the government has recognized it. I mean, we've worked with them extensively over the last two and a half years to sort of cement uh, our take on, on how this industry can be built and should be built. And it's been recognized. I mean, for us to be invited down and, and to have a, a speaking role at the announcement yesterday was, uh, was, was very important. There were only two of us who, who received that uh, invitation. It was Royal Helium and North American Helium. And North American Helium is one of the largest producers in, in North America and is a private company uh, who just happened to be our neighbors in Southern Saskatchewan. Great company, right? Great company for you guys to be in. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great company. It's validation. We had uh, some great meetings with them after the fact as well. But, you know, the fact, the, the fact of the matter is what we found at, at Climax, at our Climax project, is, is so big, it, it cannot be ignored. And, and the government made uh, numerous points of, of mentioning that, uh, you know, using that. By the way, Andy, for, for people who are new, right, because there are going to be a lot of people tuning in as a result of this sure. a government announcement, if you don't mind in layman's terms, Give everyone just a, a one minute, you sure. know, over layman's overview, of how big this is, the kind of the kind of grades and then and things like yeah. that, not the grades, but the 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 uh, content. Yeah. You know, the, the yeah, yeah, for sure. Just to, just to give people like, wow, OK, this is something. Yeah. So, you know, helium zones in North America typically range from, you know, one to five meters in, in thickness. Right. And, and in the U.S., uh, that would be on the high side. Um, what we found here at Climax is. Uh, is a zone that's uh, helium rich enriched that you know stretches 120 meters in, in, in some in some Unbelievable. areas. So, 
that's that's pay thickness with we're talking about and uh, pretty extensive. We've we've tested a large interval of it, and uh, as you may have seen, we put on news yesterday. We're starting completions on on another well uh, now uh, to test an even larger interval. But we've mapped this this large zone, which which frankly wasn't mapped until we found it, George, over 32 square miles now. And uh, the only limiting factor on, on how far we can map it is availability of seismic data. So it extends um, uh, <laughs> in a very significant fashion. It's tough, it's tough to describe it, um, but it's, you know, it's an eight-story building of, of helium-rich zone. And, it, and it's economic helium because yep. of the, in mining, we call it grades in yep. helium. It's not great, but explain to us, you know, the levels that you, that you guys have returned or you've seen ballpark. I'm not asking you to give me exact, you know, numbers of yep, ballpark for sure. versus what. For sure. So in Saskatchewan, helium grades are considered economic, anything above 0.3%, which, which sounds very, very low, but consider that global helium grades are 0.04%. So these are, these are highly enriched zones for helium. Um, anywhere from 0.3 up to you know 3% uh, in the southwest, there's been some tests of, of that high on on our ground. The average would be somewhere between you know 0.5 and and 1%, um, and that's exactly where we've come in at. So we've we've met that target in terms of grade, but uh, uh, blown it out of the water in terms of interval size. I mean, uh, using the province's words yesterday in their news in their news release and in their interviews, it's potentially the largest helium find in in Canadian history. I mean, has that got the phone ringing at all this morning for them to say something like that? Potentially the biggest helium find uh, in history. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was certainly a busy day yesterday, and it's been a busy morning this morning. So uh, lots of uh, lots of media requests, lots of folks trying to understand a bit more about about helium and helium in Saskatchewan. It is a, a terrifically interesting industry. Uh, it's traditionally it's it's exactly the same as oil and gas production in terms of exploration and, and drilling. The only difference comes in how you process it at surface, right? So, the nice thing about operating in Saskatchewan as opposed to some of the other places in North America that have um, elevated helium content is we we have an established and very very efficient oil and gas industry here. So all the all the skilled trades we need, all of the services, all the equipment is all readily available. It's amazing what you might be able to do for the Canadian economy, not yep. just in terms of exports, but let's face it, there are a lot of oil and gas people who are who are having a very difficult time finding opportunity and along could come, you know, Royal Helium and Climax. Yeah, well, think about discharge. So in, in their announcement, they've, uh, they've stated publicly that their goal is to account for 10% of global helium production by 2030. Uh, sounds like a small percentage, but but bear in mind we're somewhat less than one percent now. So we're talking a 10x on growth in terms of production here in Saskatchewan uh, in the next eight and a bit years. Um, it's a lofty goal. Uh, they're talking 10X, about up to 15. They're talking about up to 15 facilities they want uh, they want to see built in the province here. Uh, over 150 wells, and I think I think the number of wells is probably light. I mean, I think between us and North American helium, we'll be at 150 wells well before the 2030 mark. So this isn't just them going out and saying, here's our wish list. Uh, how do you expect the government to actually help you? I mean, the industry, obviously, but you specifically, given where you're at uh, in terms of because naturally you're, you're, you're going to want to have your own wells. You're going to yep. you want to be part of that 150. Yep. Uh, you need the purification liquef liquefaction facility. So 
what kind of direct direct impact and uh, there's almost early Christmas uh, <laughs> impact on on Royal Helium's business. Yeah, I mean, certainly the the biggest impact is on facilities construction where they're they've got a, a essentially a matching a matching grant program where you, you know you spend X millions of dollars once your plant's commissioned, they give you a percentage of that back as hard cash. So that's certainly the largest portion of, of the program. But what I what I really like about it is it, it comes all the way back to the exploration stage and they provide incentives for exploration companies, uh, including us and any new entrants into the market. And we welcome them all. The helium space is, uh, has got lots of room for, for players, but, and, and how they're doing that is with transferable royalty credits. So as we expend money, we get a royalty credit based on the amount we expend and we can sell those to, existing oil and gas companies that have, they're looking to avoid royalties or looking to reduce their royalty burden. So those have real cash value. And uh, that comes back to explorers at a very early stage. And, and as we all know, in, in the junior exploration space, cash for exploration uh, is of, of, of preeminent importance. And any amount that can come back through the support of government is, is more than welcome. How soon, you know, any of these initiatives, the royalty tax credit, how soon do you think you can start taking advantage of some of these? Because you're right on the cusp right now. Eh? Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you're, you're drilling. You're, we want to get a drilling update uh, from two of your biggest projects. And mm -hmm. the big question, when production is going to start. But mm -hmm. it's not that yeah. far away if, unless oh. something's changed. So how soon until you think this, uh, this provincial program has an actual impact on Royal Helium? Oh, it's now. It, it's very firmly now. So I mean, we have our some of our folks going through the program in, in minute detail and looking how we can we can benefit from it. And the, the easier ways, the more obvious ways are through those transferable royalty credits um, that we've accumulated over time with the amount of money we've spent and are continuing to spend. But we are in, in the design phase of our own facilities for Saskatchewan. And uh, that is uh, uh, going to be a major part of our, of our capital spend. You know, we budget, you know, for $30 million, for example, to build a permanent facility uh, for down the road. But if we can get a portion of that back from the government, your cost of capital goes through the floor. It's, uh, it's just a terrific program for us. And by the way, I didn't realize those royalty tax credits are retroactive. I thought, just my own assumption, I thought, okay, from here on out, yeah. you know, but you're telling me- you it's, said, not, it's not retroactive to when we started, but there is a period where we can carry them back too. And, and bear in mind, I mean, being the most active explorer in, in the public company space anyway, I mean, we're, you know, we're drilling, we're drilling right now. We're, we're drilling a well as we speak and we're completing a well as we speak and we're incurring expenditures that all qualify for these credits. So, well, so let's talk about that. You're, you're, you're doing that right now. Give yeah. us the update on, on Ojima. Yep. And and climax. Sure. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Ogama first, and and that's Ogama, sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. We have a lot of very interesting town names in Saskatchewan, and that's how we <laughs> name our wells. Uh, so we hit total depth on that uh, uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. So we're getting ready to come in and, and complete and do our testing there uh, on that well. Uh, the drill site for Climax Two is being prepared. Well, it should be as we speak, but we're in the middle of a winter storm here in Saskatchewan, so it's probably delayed a couple of days. Um, but that that drilling was uh, deeper than it is a climax, which we expected. But the uh, the pace of drilling was uh, was beyond what we expected. I mean, we're we're ahead of schedule by a, by a couple of days. The drilling has been 
you know, incident free. There's been no issues whatsoever. And uh, that's, that's welcome because drilling deep wells anywhere uh, generally brings some issues. The fact that this one was smooth sailing from start to finish was a terrific surprise. And we ended up drilling deeper than we targeted by about 100 meters for the same reason we ended up drilling deeper at Climax 3 and 4 uh, than we envisioned because we kept finding more zone with elevated helium content. But uh, stay tuned for that. We'll have news out of that in the next little bit. Um, but suffice it to say, we're exceptionally encouraged with what we've seen so far over at Ogama. And what's going on at Climax? Because that, yes. that was the one that got everyone's attention first. Yep. So we're in the field right now, starting the completion process on Climax number four. Um, as some of the viewers may remember, uh, we drilled that well back in August and, and recovered 55 meters of core from the, the Nazare formation that we discovered. And we've had that in the lab for two months, studying the rock, how best to complete it, uh, what fluids to use, what's reactive, what isn't reactive. And we built a pretty comprehensive plan for how we're going to open up that enormous zone and uh, so that's what's happening now. The rigs moved in. Uh, we'll be doing the initial stage of the completion in the next few days. Uh, and then there's about a seven day testing period after that, followed by a final completion period after that, which is really meant to be uh, the work that opens up the entire zone and starts flowing uh, high levels of gas back to surface. And we were pretty clear that we, we intend to flow gas to surface by the end of the year, and we're still on track to do that. Okay, I was going to ask you that. That's yeah, awesome. No, but I think, I think it's, it's safer to say that full commercialization of, of uh, Climax 4, 3, 2, and 1 is uh, more likely to happen early in the new year at this point. But uh, still very close. We're talking three, four months from, from production out of as many as four wells. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we've we've now licensed two additional uh, production wells at Climax. And for everyone, again, because there are a lot of people, these wells, by the way, waiting till early 2022, I don't think anyone's got a problem with that. Uh, if you're if you're a real investor, you're happy. And even if you're actually going to be producing even something before the end of the year, just to say we did it, I think is, is going to be a great milestone. Yep. But the economics of these wells... <laughs> are yeah. are pretty incredible you've yeah. said it before and we play it as a mini clip uh we keep repeating those as mini clips but once you take for everyone new once you take us through the economics sure. of a well again because when you told me the first time i was amazed yeah it's, it's a bit it's a bit hard to believe and in fact you know when we were initially uh, marketing this this story back in 2019 uh, people didn't believe us and uh, and that's fine we're proving it now uh, it costs about a million and a half dollars to drill these wells. They pay back in six months and then they last for about, you know, 10 to 12 years. So they spent out roughly $3 million per year in, in, in revenue per well per year for, you know, the first five, six years. And then it starts to come down a bit after year six or year five. But, uh, and, and to be clear, that, that's using our modeled helium price, which we've set at $250 Canadian. Um, the pricing that we're that we're being quoted in the market is it at that level or higher, but it uses U.S. dollars instead of Canadian. So uh, there's a fairly big pricing delta uh, built into our model as it is, but we're not changing it. We're we're keeping it at 250 Canadian, and because the economics at a six month payback are hard enough to believe. Um, yeah, you don't need to, you don't need to boost that anymore. Six months nope. is already. I don't know and if we're not waving about it either. I mean, we're just. We're, we're pleased with how we've modeled it. Uh, we look forward to the results uh, with actual contracted price. 
And what we've got to do on the next one, Andrew, is would be great. We've talked about this in the past, but now is that you're getting really close. And now the government of Saskatchewan has really validated the industry, the importance of helium, and including Royal Helium and Climax as part of the press release, you know, yeah. to, as, a, as, a, as a pinpoint. I think what we need to do next is visualize and bring up the company's PowerPoint deck yeah. and let everybody let everybody, you know, really visualize what's going on there. But is there anything, you know, it behooves me to ask devil's advocate. Is there, uh, other than what everybody's risk is, right? Or is there, it almost seems too easy. Like you said, two years ago, when you're showing this to people, they, they didn't, they didn't believe the paybacks. Is there anything we need to know about where you're saying, Hey, but this could be the boogeyman here, you know? Uh, sure. I mean, well, I'll, I'll start by saying that, you know, exploration for helium is difficult. It's not easy. I mean, it, it, it takes a lot of upfront work to find areas that may be prospective and then to do all the upfront work to do it. We did all that. And so have all the other players and it's, it's working out with a great degree of success. Uh, supply chain issues uh, can be a challenge in terms of getting the, the equipment you need to process uh, gas. We don't see that as a problem for us right now, uh, based on what we have and who we've been we've been dealing with um, so i mean and, and there's no there's no project in the world that's big enough to uh, to reset the pricing matrix so there's no risk of no significant risk of material downside on price yes it fluctuates it's under long-term contract the longer you you move it out the more risky your pricing is because who knows where it's going to be in, in 10 years if that's what your offtake partner wants to contract for do you see you guys entering soon into potential like LOIs? Yeah, we've, we've, had, we've had very advanced discussions, George, with, uh, with offtake partners. We have a sample contract at hand. Uh, we know what they look like. We know what the pricing is. We haven't signed it yet. We're waiting to find out how much gas we're going to flow out of these wells before we lock it up. And I think that's the prudent way to go. And if it costs us a, an extra month, because of that, I'm fine with it. Because uh, you know, if we lock up at a price, let's say we lock up at 250 Canadian, and uh, but the level of gas that we we can flow warrants a higher price given the purity or the quality or just frankly the amount of flow. Um, we would have been foolish to enter that early. So we're waiting until we know with certainty how much we're going to pull out of these wells. And I don't and we'll think know that. Well, we'll know that in, in three four weeks. And I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to second guess you and your team. I mean, you're the tip of the spear because the fact of the matter is you guys started talking about helium three years ago yeah. when people were talking cannabis and other, other, yeah. other things and people were saying, what's helium? Why are we even talking about this? And you guys had the foresight and the patience to bring it to this, yeah. which, which really is incredible. Andy, I, Andrew, I got to tell you, it's really, really unbelievable. So, for anybody, there, there's going to be a person in the world that's going to doubt your playbook. You run the playbook the way you think it should be run, then we'll have you back on your talk. talk well, about well, that, that's it. great. I mean, we're we're pretty proud of how we've done it. And and yes, I mean, we're not uh, we're not as, as flashy as some of the other players, but uh, we've got our we we've got our playbook that we've developed over years, and we're following it. We're not going to deviate from it. We're not going to you know arm wave about how good what we have is. Aside from this, I'll say this, um, uh, the government's excited about what we found at Climax, just wait until they see what we do over in the Southeast, because that, that's a part of the province that does not have any helium exploration or wells online. Uh, we're, the, we're the only players over there, and that's where Ogama is in the Southeast. So once we, once we push that helium fairway over to the Southeast, it's a whole new world.
Well, can't wait. I mean, if if you didn't even have uh, if you didn't even have Ogame, it would still be unbelievably exciting. And now that you're saying things like that, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like a lot. And last thing for you, could you could you picture this three years ago? I mean, I know you're always very comfortable. You have the future of helium, but do you even pitch yourself just a little bit to say the provincial government of Saskatchewan just announced a, an, a global initiative. They invited me to be part of the press conference. And when I mean me, the company, obviously, because yeah. because we don't want to take away credit from everybody else. No, no, they invited Royal Helium. They they cited Royal Helium as as the as a big reason for all this. Even as a CEO, a year ago, could you could you have foreseen something like this? <laughs> I'll say this, I was confident in the quality of our projects. I did not think that that this level of, of support was something we should be expecting. And, uh, you know, and, and it's good, not just for us, George. I mean, there, there's a lot of helium enriched ground in Saskatchewan. We own a lot of it, but uh, there's still a lot available. And there are new players coming to market and this will benefit them as much or more than it benefits us, as it should. Uh, yeah, because because everyone should us. benefit. Why not, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, additional exploration does nothing but help us. So, so if by fluke you see a company called Agora Helium out there, <laughs> got nothing to do with me. Okay, it's yeah, just we're gonna we're gonna have some issues, George. If I see that, <laughs> <laughs> but Andy, great to see you smiling. Great to see you laughing. Congratulations yeah. to the entire Royal Helium team, man. I mean, this is fantastic. It's in my 24 and a half years of doing this, uh, uh, you don't see something like this very often where a company has proven so right about yeah. something that's so far off the map that anybody ever thought about. And then to see uh, this happen in, in such a time frame. So way to yeah. go. And can't Thank wait you. to have you back on to talk more. Sounds good. No, it is. It's a nice justification for, for what we've been doing here. And and you're right before when you talk about it was Royal that was invited down to talk about this, not me. Of course. And it's uh, it, this is a this is a team effort. I just I'm the one who who talks about it. Well, you're doing a great job leading the team. Uh, make sure you pat everybody else on the back from I think I speak on behalf of all shareholders where I say pat everyone on the back. If you got a bit of a blizzard and things are slow for a couple of days, you know what? You deserve a little Netflix and downtime, <laughs> you know, no, because we know you're gonna be really busy. Uh, yeah. in December and Q1. So if, if it gives you a little downtime, take it. We're giving you a license. Well, I appreciate that, George. So. Thanks, Andrew. Thank For you, everybody man. at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Andrew Davidson, he's a CEO and chairman of Royal Helium. Trades in Canada under RHC. For our friends of the US, RHCCF. For those new to the story and blown away by the fact that Helium is not only something that's economical, but critical and having provinces throw their weight behind it, then you guys start your due diligence on Royal Helium. Two ways to do that. First, get to the company's profile page in Agoracom because there are a lot of moving parts of the company. So we give you a good thousand foot overview there. Go through it. That's your stage one. And then do your deep dive due diligence. Go over to the company's website. You can see it right above Andy, royalheliumltd.com. Uh, and hopefully discover your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.